An excerpt from The Time of Lore, Volume 2, The Ascended, by Desral Rias. It is said that Salu in the shadow could see beyond space, that his eye was ever watchful, that he could see into realms beyond, and in their fight to overthrow the gods, both celestial and fey, he would watch and wait, passing on his knowledge to Malvaris. It was said that the eye of Salun saw all. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. Uh, I'm Steven, your DM as always, and with me today we have Ian. Hey everyone, I'm Ian Gould at Ian G. Gould on Twitter. Adelaide. Adelaide Gardner of Adelaide on Twitter. Michael. Michael Sinclair II at Michael Kritz on Twitter. And joining us for a second week in a row, we are blessed with the presence of B. Zelda. Why don't you introduce yourself, tell the people where to find you and all that good stuff. Yes. Hello, hello. My name is B Zelda. My pronouns are they, them. You can catch me on Twitter is at B underscore Zelda. Add an extra underscore if you want to follow me on Instagram. I am a podcaster. I'm a member of the Broadswords, which is an all-woman, non-binary D&D actual play podcast. Legends. I am a professional DM. Uh, I think for the month of April, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I will be running games of Alice is Missing, which is a silent RPG. Uh, otherwise, I am also a professional streamer, and I say professional because I think I've been paid once. That makes you a professional. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so you can probably catch me either streaming on uh, Roll20 on Q Times, on Utopia, on lots of channels where they play tabletop games. The best games. Awesome. Well, we are super excited to have you back as the ghost of Rovan Dirmar. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, I almost forgot, but then I looked at you all beautiful people and I remembered. Uh, we have merch yes. that you can buy um, that I'm actually wearing a shirt right now that you can't see because this is a podcast. But uh, Can you describe <laughs> it in great detail so our in, listeners can appreciate uh, it? It's a mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm. t-shirt with a crew neck. Uh, it's got a, it's black and it's got a pink um, like alchemy pot that's bubbling some sort of spell. Uh, and it says Bayforge Academy. Um, yes. Hot so, poly blend. Soft yeah. to the touch. Yeah, it's, it's very comfy. I only Luxurious. wear comfy shirts. Um, but we also have mugs. We have stickers. We have uh, backpacks. Ooh. We have uh, I think we have other stuff. So if I'm interested in your merch, where do I find it? You would go to FayForgeAcademy.com uh, and click on the store and you could and you could the stuff. Um back <laughs> yeah. to normal, send your child off with a Fayforge backpack. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe coming yes. soon, Fayforge pencils. Ooh. Ooh. 
these make great uh, Christmas gifts for people who like D&D. So, you know, they get do. it while it's mm-hmm. hot. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, speaking of great Christmas gifts, uh, we are affiliated with Loot Crate. Uh, so if you go to LootCrate.com and use the code Stephen15, uh, you get 15% off your subscription. Uh, they also have lots of great nerdy stuff. And furthermore, we are also associated with Dice Envy. Uh, so if you use the code FayForge, uh, you get 10% off there. Um, and all those are ways you can help support the podcast, get some cool swag and other stuff. And yeah, I think that's yeah. all. Very we nice. did it. We did it. Dang, we're good. Good job. We did announcements. Go team. <laughs> um, so with that, let's go to the FayForge Academy. We're just outside. So, it's a cool night. You've spent time around this campfire with this clan of Alcides, discussing the stars, learning about this this map. Lucid, who has seemed to be your guide, um, has provided you all with some, some drinks, some food, and a place to rest. Um, uh, as you sit and the night gets quiet, most of the Alcides head towards uh, their different homes in these in these beautiful symbiotic tree homes that are built, grown together as one village. The stars the stars are bright above you. The fire flickers kind of quietly. Um, and the four of you, Besky, Ariadne, Kaz, and Relvan, sit around the fire with Lucid. Is there anything you wanted to discuss with him before, um, before you go off to rest um, and see what happens in this next day? Relvan is probably going to grill um, Lucid on all of their knowledge of the stars and pester him uh, until <laughs> the sun comes back up because I don't need sleep. I'm just, I exist to stare at the stars. Uh, yeah, so throughout the night, um, unless, you, unless you get interrupted, he obliges and um, seems to really enjoy, enjoy this conversation. Um, he has very different names for the same constellations um, that you're used to. Um, pointing about um, almost like this timeline of his people um, using the different constellations um, and kind of sharing this really, as, as you sit there, it's this really kind of deep, intimate moment almost um, as you can, you'd be able to sense his respect of someone who also follows and loves the stars. Um, and it just kind of oozes out of him. I mean, the respect is mutual. Thank you. It is, it is quite rare to find someone, even among my people, who have such a respect and love for these lights above us. I don't know who wouldn't. Can't stop looking at them. It's, they tell us of our past, if we're lucky, of our future, of the good and the bad. Really, all stories are, are up there. Um, and anything Besky or Ariadne or cause? I'm making sleepy time tea for uh, Ariane and Kaz, but not for uh, Relvin or Lucid because they're they're just going to chit chat. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. I love it. Kaz will just be sort of kind of like playing gently in the background, soaking up all of this <laughs> this information, this knowledge about the stars and sort of the stories and the legends that they're telling each other as fuel for his for his epic ballad and as he's drinking Besky's sleepy time tea like 
He sort of just sort of like plays himself to sleep and at some point the strumming just sort of like trails off and he's sort of <laughs> He falls asleep in that uncomfortable position where you can only snore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Ariadne is journaling and and uh probably looks pretty stressed out. She is worried about this quote-unquote dangerous place that Lucid is going to take us to. She's kind of going through her notes, her wizard spell book, kind of taking notes. She has like cute little sticky tabs, kind of marking the spots where important spells are because she's <laughs> very efficient. She's she's the kind of girl that has like the fancy planners, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of calm before the storm, collecting herself. Love it. So, as the night goes on, the the conversation of Rovan and Lucid in the background, pointing to stars. Uh, the three of you rest, um, and as the sun arises, uh, Lucid comes to each of you uh, individually and gently. Get up. We should head out soon. Come. We have some breakfast for you. Yes. 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 Oh. Oh. Breakfast. Um. And and he he gives all of you these nice little loaves of 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 bread, um, like almost each individual um, that were roasted looks like they were roasted like in a fire pit as opposed to in an oven or anything, um, but they're filled with with like berries and cinnamon. Uh, they smell delicious and they're still warm. Um, and he gives one of those to each of you and says, "You can eat on the way." Uh, Rovan, is there anything else we can do for you? Oh no, you've done more than enough. Wonderful. Well, uh, we have a little bit of a journey ahead, uh, so we should head out. Uh, and he picks up kind of a bag he's got. Um, he does have a spear, uh, but mostly it looks like there's like a, a sack of like herbs and other sorts of things, um, a large a large skin of water, um, and those sorts of sorts of um, items. Uh, and he leads you out further north, uh, deeper into the woods. Um, and can I get a marching order. I'm assuming Luce is going first. Yeah, Luce um, I will I will be pretty close behind him, I think. Okay. Uh Besky's usually in the middle. He usually finds himself in the yeah. middle for the party, so mm-hmm. that's where he's gonna be. Everybody Cause will Besky. bring up Gotta the rear as usual. Baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Cause, I'm <laughs> sorry, then I'm lecturing you about everything that I learned about last night. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, so as as you march <clears throat> or hike or whatever you want to picture it as, the forest gets denser. Um, you still hear the sounds of of some birds and some crickets, um, and I would need uh, Ariadne. I need you to make a perception check. Absolutely, I can do that. Perception. Rolled a 14. So, above you, uh, you see just a really quick glimmer. Glimmer is probably not the right word. There's a real quick glimpse of just this brightly colored feather or wing uh, that flashes overhead, um, followed by another one and another one, two or three. You start to hear this this light chirping that's a little bit different than just like an, a normal bird. Um, more like a conversation between between these creatures up above. And you can make a nature check if you want. Uh, yeah. 
Much better. 22. This isn't even my forte. You, as you kind of get a look at these feathers, uh, you see that there's little humanoid bodies attached to them. They're not birds. They are futhadir, which are these small, fey, avian-type creatures. They almost look like gnomes with wings attached, uh, very brightly colored. You know that they like to cause trouble. Cause? I think you might have some friends. Oh, hey. Where? And not because they're small, like like you. Just flip it here. What are you going on about, Lass? I try and like subtly like point up. Uh, and as you point up, <laughs> uh, four of them just fly down. Um, <clears throat> one at Lucid and one at each of the corporeal forms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! And one flies directly through Relvin. Um, I don't notice. On, <laughs> on its way to cause. Uh, and they all reach no. down. And I'm going to need, may, need each of you to make a dex oh, God. save real quick. Oh, all no. right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. A natural one. Oh, my a word, y'all. natural one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a four on the dice for me, which brings me up to a grand total of seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. 17 for me. Uh, so... Besky, why don't you describe how you dodge out of the way of this? What is what's what what came down again? It's Sorry. this little like imagine a gnome that had wings and was like kind of part bird. I guess I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna point at it. I'm like, oh my god, it's cute! Watch out! Then <laughs> <laughs> I duck, but I don't think it got to anybody else. Um, uh, the one that dives at you, Ariadne, swoops down and it grabs your spell book. And starts oh, flying no. away. I, I need that. Uh, and cause the other <laughs> one. The other oh, one again. grabs your ukulele, which is strapped to your back, no. right? Yep. Oh my oh, gosh! No. Rip the strings. Uh, no, I was kidding. And it starts <laughs> lifting you and the ukulele off the ground. Dang! <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Uh, it's not normal. Oh my gosh! I'm going to yell out. <clears throat> Don't take my friend. And, uh, <laughs> I want to see if I have any spells. Like, not like harmful spells, obviously. But, jeez, uh... ah, I don't know. I'm at, I'm at least going to cast light on Kaz, um, just so that we can see him. <laughs> so I'm just going to cast light on him, uh, just in case somehow he gets further or someplace weird. Like, just so that we can uh, have a beacon... Amazing. On him. Uh, uh, oh, it's a touch. So, uh, was he next to me or no? Uh, I think he was right behind. Y'all are, y'all are close enough. Yeah. I'm happy to say uh, that you could... So, do <laughs> you want me to do like some sort of dexterity check to see if I like can touch him fast enough? No, I think you can do it. You can like <laughs> as you dodge out of the way of one, you like kind of jump over as he starts. Perfect. To... <laughs> I'm gonna try and like grab onto him really quickly. <laughs> Notice that I'm slipping, and then do a real quick <laughs> incantation, and then cast light as I like drop down and like not from afar, like ten feet, mm-hmm. and I just like drop and and then like you know dusty up my my hands and my knees from the fall. And that's it. Mm. As that as that happens, oh, it's glowing! I can get two prizes now, not just this pretty instrument, this glowing dwarf. Well done. <laughs> uh, Ariadne, Cause, or Relvin? Oh, gosh. Do do we do something about that? Do we have to get the student? Well, uh... Yep, I think we do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna look at Ariadne. Um, you're missing your spell book. You can only like what? I I think you can only cast cantrips. I don't know if Besky knows that, but he's like something's not <laughs> great here. Uh, yeah, I I definitely need that. Um, it. Or, have they flown away yet? Or are they just? They're kind of right. Like, they're kind of right by they're you. They're right above us. Okay. Um. um ooh, let's see. Let's see if I got something that I can do. Um. I'm also doing a similar thing. We'll see what spells I can cast without having uh, <laughs> an instrument. So I have a cantrip called Shocking Grasp. That is a range of touch, but it says a creature I try to touch. Um, oh, I make a me- melee spell attack. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay. good with I'm good with you trying. Yeah, and a natural one again. Oh my um, word! <laughs> off to a great start, folks. <laughs> oh jeez. As you jump up and try to try to grasp it, it dodges out of your way and says, "Oh, you really don't want me to read this book, do you?" No, you you can read it. You, it, that's fine. I just need it. I need it back. Like a mom never read me bedtime stories. This would be good. Oh, I could read it to you. Roll a persuasion check real quick, and then pause. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god, it's got it's got to be better than this. Um, How much to read bedtime stories 16. to them? Sixteen. Oh. It says, you would read, you'd read to me? Uh, yes. Well, you got to get up here first. And it goes and lands on a branch. Oh, no. Like, ah! <laughs> like 15 feet above you. Kaza uh, Relvian. You butt-faced, weedy, spineless bastard. Give me back my ukulele. And I'm going to try to, um, I'm going to just straight up punch this adorable creature right in the face. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not... Now, my, uh, uh, I don't think that upon his first encounter with the Fae, that cause would have had this reaction, but upon his nth reaction <laughs> encounter with them, this is definitely where he's, he's, where he's, he's coming from these days. Fed up. <laughs> and that is a 19 on the dice roll. Now, considering that he's very good at uh, being strong, um, I, an 18. I'm going to say I do need you to real quick make a dex uh-huh. check. Because okay. you're in the air. Because <laughs> you're basically being held by your ukulele strap <laughs> Sorry, can we say it's an acrobatics yeah alright that is a 10 is that enough uh, I'm going to need you to make that attack at disadvantage oh man well that takes my 19 and turns it to an 18 okay. so a 17 oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm real angry <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so you managed to like like turn yourself around so your ukulele is like on the front of you and smack yeah. it like right in the face <laughs> and it screeches out and lets you go um, you don't drop very far um, it, oh I'll catch him I'll catch him <laughs> go right no. through go right through dwarf, dwarf A goes right through dwarf B <laughs> I, I like the scene of like me passing through uh, passing through you but like the the blow is cushioned by my body the ukulele is okay and I'm just like yes. oh, crazy <laughs> curled up on the ground around your ukulele like you're alright son you're alright <laughs> right. Rovan is there anything you want to do to add to this I'm happy to I'm, I'm good doing what I'm doing I'm just here for moral support you know I'm a, I'm a teacher supervising these students on a impossibly dangerous mission <laughs> I love it <laughs> Worst school trip ever. So you've got Kaz, Kaz has fallen down after smacking this one in the face, uh, who seems to be kind of flying back. Says, oh, they're they're going to fight back. Do, do we want to do anything against things that fight back? And then the one that's up in the tree with Ariadne's books. Says, well, I I still have this book. She said she'd read it to me. Maybe we could all have story time. 
and they all and and the four go land next to him and 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 in different kind of in different almost like their voice doing the like where each one says a word says we're all waiting for you are you coming or what uh well uh, i kind of just gesture to my my full length because she wears a uniform that is a very long skirt uh <laughs> and it's a very full skirt and um it i i have boots but i it's kind of well well what like, I'm afraid of heights. Oh. <laughs> okay. And they fl- they just flutter, flutter down. Um, <laughs> we really were just here to have a little bit of fun. We don't get many travelers through this area, so this is kind of cool. Especially in the point at Relvan. You're new. And and they all start taking turns flying through you. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you mind? I am new in these parts, and if you need me to read you some books, I have many about the stars. I, we don't mind. We can keep doing this all day if you want. <laughs> I might come back. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, where are you going? Uh, and Lucid, who turns back to this whole group, he's kind of fought one off, more or less, uh, looks very perturbed, very annoyed. It says, can't you all bother someone else? We have important things to do. Oh, Lucid, you're always here raining on our parade all the time. Probably doing something with the stars. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. Go about your business. When you come back, though, we do we do really want a story if you, if you have one. We like stories a lot. I'm always happy to talk to an audience. And this student right here, I think she's my number one student. Oh, 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 oh thank, thank you very much. Uh, but yes, we, we can we can give you many stories when we get back. But we, we have a very important job to, to do. So I would oh, love to have my book back. We don't want to get it in the way of important jobs. Uh, we just have one little tax thing. They open up your book and just tear out a blank page in the back yeah. and, then, and, oh. and give you the book. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Thanks. We just, we like keepsakes. So put this in our house. Uh, see you later. <laughs> and they fly off. Bye-bye. <laughs> Those guys. Just a blank blank piece of paper framed in my head. Great. <laughs> so um, as you all continue, uh, Lucid is in the front, muttering under his breath, just like incredibly annoyed. Like, ah, can't believe oh, they no. were here today. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever muttering under his breath Lucid is making is dwarfed by the, <laughs> by the dwarf and his angry oaths. <laughs> Price um, damned, inconsiderate, useless pieces of... Is that a common thing, Lucen? Uh, I, when we're unlucky, wherever we're going, they seem to show up. Just, I think they get bored out here, but... That's what it is. That's what it is. They can't, no capacity for self-entertainment. They always need to rely on someone else to give them some kind of... Exactly. I'll tell you. Can't they just... There's, there's plenty of them. They can do things on their own. Anyways, this is why I won't have kids. <laughs> uh, as you continue growing, you notice uh, on the horizon um, and above you, they're starting to form some big, larger looking storm storm clouds, uh, dark gray, um, billowing. Uh, and Lucid says it rains a lot more around here. It's a lot of storms. Uh, and as you continue on for another couple hours, uh, if there's any interactions you want to do with one another, you're welcome to. It's deep in the Everfelding Woods where you are. Um, these The clouds around you, it's crisp. Um, the air is heavy and damp almost. 
um, and this cliff face is huge in front of you. It's this um, like dark basalt stone, this like deep gray. Um, and as you get there, there seems to be a small crack, um, and in it is a stairway. And Lucid says, "This is where I will leave you. Leave you. This is an incredibly difficult stairway for um, someone like me to climb with my hooves uh, and antlers." causes some problems follow this up and you'll find what you're looking for and then he he pulls off a necklace and says um, and then I have something for the group of you um, only one of you can wear it uh, and he holds out this small necklace it's this unpolished kind of natural looking crystal um, and in that crystal um, on both sides of it or on two of the sides of it our antlers carved in it. Um, it says, says, this is something that has always brought me um, protection from my elders, and I will pass it on to you for this journey. Um, Which one of you would like to take it? I immediately gesture Besky forward. (laughs) I immediately gesture Adelaide forward. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Who? As Ariadne uh, is pushing me, I just use their their force against them and do a spin maneuver, and then like, oh. grab them not not uh, like above the hip, a little bit more above, like mid 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 upper back, and then just like kind of gesture <laughs> her forward. So as you have two of your party members pushing you forward, Ariadne, as oh. Besky kind of spins out of your way, I feel uh, so guilty. Lucid says, "No, this is good." Um, you follow the stars. It is good for this to be with someone who does. Uh, and puts it in your hand. Uh, and I am going to send you a quick little chat. Okay. Just just to help Ariadne with it, once it's in her hands, I assume that she has it like this or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab it and put it on, on oh, her neck. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> I will cry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> D and D. It's very one. sweet. Obviously, it's uh-huh. it's obviously oh, very sweet. Oh, that's it's such a like, cool spell! I yeah. love that spell. Let me put that in here real quick. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to cast um, Mage Armor before we head up. Besky's kind of doing that thing, like, oh, I've seen grown-ups do this, like <laughs> this gesture before. He doesn't really know what it means, but he's gonna do it because it like he thought it was like a sign of respect, or he's seen his dad do it to his mom. But he's just like, oh, <sighs> this is what people who are nice to each other do. So he's doing. I love it. Uh, so good. Uh, <clears throat> so he he says, I will wait here for you. Um, be safe. I hope you find what you need. Uh, and he starts pulling out stuff from his bag, um, sets up a little fire, um, and just sits down. And almost it appears that he almost starts meditating. Well, onward. All right. Mm-hmm. So as you start up the stairway, um, it's like it's carved into this solid stone. This whole cliff seems like it's almost one solid piece of rock, just enormous um, outside of the crevice that you're following the staircase to. It kind of weaves in and out in this kind of sharp pattern, almost like the stone split. And whoever built this stairway um, followed that break. Um, As you're climbing up, you feel that soft, those first few... Um, drips of rain kind of spaced out as they start to, f- to fall faster and faster um, and quickly uh, your your cloak or outerwear 
start to start to soak up um, and it's cold um, as you climb are you still in the same Ariadne Besky Cosrelvin at the back yep Cos, are you still listening to me talk about how excited that I am to teach all those little fae fairies about oh. the stars? You know, at, at, at that at that mention of trying to teach the fairies, uh, yeah, he definitely is like starts pushing back. And like, oh no, you can't teach them anything. They don't they don't want to learn. They just want to be bothersome and just just prank you and trick you all day and steal they your things. Such a capacity for knowledge. Did you see the way they pulled no, you? No, they don't. They no, they're they're dull. They can't learn physics. That was necessary there. Brilliant. It's not, no, it's not brilliant. That's just how they are. They're just <laughs> useless. This goes on for some time. Um, uh, as you go, Ariadne, I am going to need you to make a um, athletics or acrobatics check. Oh, no. Okay, we're going to do an acrobatics because it's at least a plus one. A 14. Okay, not the worst. Not another natural one, at least. Um, yeah, no, that was, that was, <laughs> it was a DC 13. Um, <clears throat> So as you're walking up, this these stones are slick, um, and as you step on one, uh, you feel it shift a little bit. Though you're able to quickly grab grab onto something um, and keep your balance, um, which is good. As 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 you keep climbing up, there's a long there's a long way to fall at this point, um, and you're able to to kind of point that out to everyone else. Um, you climb up further. Um, and you get to what seems to be the top of a plateau. Um, at the top, what you notice initially um, is you see four pillars, maybe 45 feet from you, um, along with just a lot of um, like rock and rubble. Um, they are, they're almost like perfectly straight. Um, what are, what's the word? Um, like, spires maybe 15 feet tall um and in the center um there's this like flashing sort of light um kind of the shifting view of places that don't seem like they are where you are um you see a quick flash of 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 beautiful green trees you see a city you see um almost like this this strange rocky volcano um you see a ship on the sea. Like, all these different things seem to be flashing through very quickly. Um, and as, as you all make it to the top, uh, I need... Everyone can make a perception check. A nine! Ooh. It's a 19 for cause. 13 for Besky. 11. Okay. So, cause, after initially taking in this look of these, this strange structure, this weird light in the middle, uh, as you look around, uh, you see that there seem to be, um, even right near you, uh, webs of some sort. Um, mm. Thicker than small spiders would make, or could make. Um, you notice that some of the rubble is not actually just natural stone. Some of the rubble is old structure of something very mm. old, um, decaying. Um, where you can see a few of the individual bricks and stones. Um, you look deeper, and on this, this plateau, um, there are structures beyond what you see these, initially, these four, these four pillars. Um, again, looks destroyed, broken down. Um, but it's almost like past this light, it gets unnaturally dark. 
Hold up there. Something's off here. Look, and he points out uh, to Besky. Look at these uh, these ruins here. They seem a bit a little bit older than what's around them. You see the darkness over there? It's no good. Mm-hmm. And look at these 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 spider strands. These these what do you, what do you call them? Spider strands? Uh, yeah. Yeah, spider strands. They're they're far thicker than anything that a normal spider can make. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast. Oh, I have to touch something. Uh, is there like a pebble around? Here, take this pebble. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm gonna take the pebble, cast light on the pebble, and then throw it towards the darkness, the place that seems a little weird and dark, mm-hmm. just so that we can. He just wants to see. Okay. Uh, if, if it magical darkness yeah so as as the light goes out there um, it does it does start to dissipate you see two shadowy forms in that darkness as the darkness spreads um, skitter out of the way you hear you hear those kind of footsteps click clacking quickly um, what do you do oh that's interesting um I'm gonna cast light. I'm gonna end the light spell on that thing and cast light on my. St- I think I have a staff. I'm pretty sure I have a staff. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You've been carrying it this whole time. Didn't notice, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast. Pull it out of your pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's extendable magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really so that you know when I have a big cauldron pot, it has like the connectable like button thing. So there we go. Flax in and <laughs> stir yes. around. I love it. Yes. <laughs> It's a telescoping, click clacking. Mm-hmm. Lots of attachments. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super great. That, you know, best best from Nareem. Nareem best cooking <laughs> Um So, uh, anyway, I'm going to cast light on my staff. And, uh, well, I, I guess we should probably um, try and stay illuminated the whole time. Um, those things seem a little scary. Oh, what? I was thinking about the stars. What did I miss? Uh, there might be some little skittery creatures, um, who like dark spaces, and uh, okay. I just cast the light on my staff to make sure that, um, maybe they don't want to have us as a snack. Yes, I will also cast light onto myself. I'll stay close to cause. You, you seem to be the one shrouded in the most darkness here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta protect my students, I, I think. Yes. Yes. Uh... Shall we? Can I do a, a nature check on these uh, creatures shrouded in darkness? Yeah. These spindly. Yeah, let's, let's see what we're up against here. All right, that is going to be a. Uh, um, <clears throat> so at first glance, um, it's twenty twenty. That's what it is. Shrouded <laughs> in darkness. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> that spindly thing off that is shrouded in darkness, um, full of menace. You you see two large spiders mm. um, as far as like specifics about them you you don't get a good enough glance um, mm. but as you look around you see the spiders you see the webs you actually notice there are two different types of webs one seems to be more just like a normal spider silk from a very large spider mm-hmm. um, the other one is laced in like this strange shadow magic huh strange shadow magic you say does this strange shadow magic seem familiar to me in any way? Uh, I don't think it would be. You can make an arcana check, though. <laughs> oh, I mean, let's throw bad roll after good here and get a 12. 
Um, yeah, not there's not much that you can get except that it's off. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll I'll definitely like uh, lean in close to Professor Dumata and say, "Be ready for anything." You've got a lot of strange shadow creatures, and think that we might be up for a fight here. And then he's gonna pull out his ukulele with deadly seriousness. Just Professor's like very confused. Serious <laughs> ukulele time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're walking, walking forward. Uh, as you get closer, there are more webs. Um, you see um, some decent-sized birds caught in them. Um, you see other animals cocooned. You can't tell. You can't really make up what they are. Um, you do see um, what appear to be. Uh, on the ground a pair of antlers um, and as you approach uh, Besky's light starts to light up this area past those four pillars um, and you see on these enormous webs two huge spiders mm-hmm. and I'm going to need you all to roll initiative hey. oh boy <laughs> yeah boy there it is <laughs> initiative damn Woo-hoo. I got a 3 too. I'm right bu- I'm right in front of you amazing Jeez. what a day Besky with the 1 <laughs> we're off to a great start <laughs> uh cause I got a 16 okay uh and Dearmar I just want to go last in the turn order so I can mentally prepare so I got a 4 okay uh that would technically put you at second. Oh my god, y'all! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? These rolls. Besky rolled a natural one, and I rolled a three. Uh huh. <laughs> Classic. Um, but I'm happy to let you pass your turn and watch. Okay. Um. <laughs> totally fine. So, as you all kind of ready yourselves, as you see these spiders, um, they don't move initially, though you do hear. Uh, uh, no, you don't hear anything. Uh, give me a perception check real quick. Ten. Eighteen. Eighteen? Seven. That's fitting for, Ooh, for Relvan. Twenty-one. Ooh. Twenty-one to eighteen. And that's yeah, twenty. With a crit. Oh, oh, with a crit. Okay. Crit. Um, so Ariadne, you see this part. Um, you don't see either of the spiders move, but you watch as some of the other webs around you kind of shake. Um, and move, particularly the, sh- the sh- like kind of shadowy arcane ones. Um, and Besky, you hear this whisper. Food is coming. Huh? And, and it's coming kind of from the left side beyond where the two spiders are that you see. And with that, it's Kaz's turn. So we uh, see that there are... Uh, how many of these spidery creatures in front of us? You see two. I see two. Okay. They're they're spaced about twenty feet apart from each other, mm-hmm, both about mm-hmm, ten mm-hmm. feet off the ground on these large webs. Mm. All right. I am going to, yeah. For now, I'm just going to kind of like fall back here a little bit, and I'm going to just look at one of these creatures. Actually, I'm going to go right to the front. I'm going to look at one of these spidery, long-legged, freakish, bug-chewing puddles of rat pee, and I'm going to have it make a wisdom save. That's going to be a good old DC 13 wisdom save against a foul Dwarven Oath. Okay. Uh, can you just... The the right or the left one? Sounds good. The one on the right. Wisdom. Oh, it's, 
roll the two with a plus zero. Ooh, so it takes three points of feeling bad about itself damage. <laughs> and it's going to have disadvantage on a six attack roll. Okay, so as you viciously mock it, it kind of kind of curls up like a spider. Um, anything That's else right. on your turn? Nope. Uh, and you see both of these as they're their kind of mouths open up. You see these fangs, and they both start to skitter towards your group. They can't quite get to you without dashing. Uh, so they, these both dash right up to one. The one that you just attacked, cause gets up mm-hmm. next to you, um, and then the other one goes goes a little bit past to where Ariadne and Besky are, and Ralph. Mm. Uh, and with that, it is Deermar, Professor Deermar's turn. All right. So after properly examining um, who and what I am, I, I really had some time to, to think about myself, and I realized I've been carrying this book with me this whole time, and he's going to pull out this incorporeal book. It, it, same, like, ghostly, globy color as him. Um, it's probably got, like, a really lovely title, like, Year of the Grass Blades, A Study of the Modern Sky. Um <laughs> That's a really pretty title. Right? Thank you. Um, It's worth noting that this is my spirit-bonded item. Um, Mm. I can't really leave this. Like, I can put it down. It's still like a ghostly book, but it's got to be with me at all times. And if I throw it, I will get dragged with it. We're connected. Me and the books. It's what I've been doing my whole life. Uh, So, what is... I got to protect my students... And there's spiders, and it's really, really dark. I'm. What if I just talk to them? Uh, so Ralph is just gonna like meander on over to whatever spider doesn't have anybody around, and like he's just passing through whatever remains. Like if there's skeletons, if there's like you know some skulls, some like not quite cleaned off carapaces. He's just meandering on for muttering to himself about how students these days. They don't know proper etiquette. It's all about hitting people. But whatever happened to just asking to go through the creepy cave? Why can't we do that? <laughs> yep, that's my turn. I'm just going to move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you you can basically move up to the one that's near... near. They're both near the group. There's one near Kaz, and then there's one near Ariadne and Besky. I'll go to Kaz. I think he and I have bonded. Mostly he's had to listen to me lecture him for... <laughs> Couple hours now, couple hours. So, uh, and with that, Ariadne, it is your turn. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna s- kind of stand my ground. I'm keeping an eye on Cos and Besky. Uh, I'm gonna cast. Uh, I flick a finger out, and I am casting Frostbite on the left one. I guess. Okay. Let's see if the one next to you too. Works. It's a DC 14 spell save, not 11. Okay. Um, what is what is the um. Constitution. Uh, that is a fourteen. Oh, shoot. Okay. It's, uh, it, whatever. It's whatever the phrase is. Beats um, beats. It, thank you. Thank you. Um, so that does uh, literally nothing. <laughs> um, I am going to pull my quarter stuff out from my back where it's tied, and I'm just going to kind of move a little bit closer. I'm not. It's just the ghost in there right now, correct? Cause and run in. Uh, there's one right next to Cause and Relvan. Okay. There's one next to you and Besky. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna stand my ground and I'm about to give it a huge whack. Okay. On my next turn. Okay, and Besky. 
Alright, uh, Ariadne, you're still lit, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm gonna drop my light to cast Hex, Hexmas Daxmas. Mm-hmm. So Hex on the Dex. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I am going to cast a good old Warlock favorite. Blast. It's been a while since I've Ooh, since I got a classic. Blast. Nice. Um, classic. Um, are we? It is, up, it is up next to you, so you will be at disadvantage oh. unless you want to step back. How about the one? There's two of them, right? There's one. Yeah, that's you, on cause. I guess you could you could you could shoot at the one on cause, but ooh, but there's one in front of me. And either way, you do disadvantage because it is it is right what, next to you. Well, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, well, I declared it. Okay, so I will just I'll just uh, I'll just I'll just uh, do the heck, the the I'll just blast at disadvantage right okay. in front of me. Uh, do 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 You do get two but, two bolts though. Okay. Yeah. Ah, sweet. <clears throat> All right, so two times. The old two time. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Two 19s. Nice. Right, so 24 for the first. That'll hit. Um, and then 14 for the second. Those will both hit. Wow. I don't nice. know where yeah, what, I've been getting rolls. I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know. This is not my normal. Um. All right, so it's a D6 and a D10. So uh, that is 10 force and 4 necrotic. Okay. I'm going hard in the paint. Yeah. Dang, Besky. Besky's <laughs> just like, he got through too much. Uh, a 10 and a 6. That's max. Dang. Wow. Dang. Dang. You just did 30 damage to this thing. <laughs> uh, why don't you describe how you just blast through it? Yeah, uh, he's... It's it, uh, the the skittering thing is right next to me, and you just see. Oh, this is so cool! You see like light vanish away from Besky because the light spell goes away, and then you just see uh, Besky's eyes glow a little bit, and then he he starts doing an incantation. The stars start forming uh, around his hands, and it goes onto the spider. It's the most efficient you've seen the spell happen, and it just looks so smooth, like butter. And then um, <laughs> he starts uh, putting one hand forward. And you see the the blast starting to warm up, and then he'll just clap his hands together to have both of them right in front of him, and he just like blasts it right in front of him. Amazing! Uh, just the stars going all over the place. Yeah. So this one spider just like just crumples in that little like the spider the dead spider pose <laughs> on its back. Um, and anything else on your turn? No, I mean I can't stop that. We're done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, as that happens, that whisper that you heard turns into a screech. Oh my child! And from this this shadowy web, this six armed like almost humanoid creature with this enormous mouth jumps out at directly at you, Besky. Um, and and from its mouth, it just launches this like shadowy web, and that's a twenty six to hit. Yes. Wow. Um. So you are restrained by the webbing. Okay. You may make a strength, a DC 15 strength check uh, as an action, and mm-hmm. the web- webbing can also be attacked. Um, so you watch as this like dark, this dark web just wraps all around Besky, tying his arms and everything to him. Um, and <laughs> I think, and it readies these these huge claws and mouth um, right in front of the uh, two celestially inclined beings. Uh, with that, cause it is your turn. You have one spider next to you, and you just watch this creature 
jump out mm. of this web. Oof. Yeah, that's 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 a rough one. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna bardically inspire. I'm gonna play play a strum my ukulele, and I'm gonna bardically inspire Besky. That's gonna be a D8. You can use a D20 roll. And then on the one in front of me, I'm gonna go ahead and cast a spell on it, uh, invoking the the witch queen herself, Tasha. And <laughs> oh, this is terrible. That's right. We now have lore for the spell. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's see how funny they, they think this is now. Think I'm funny now? Huh? It's huh? a wisdom save is for Tasha's, right? It is, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a three plus zero is probably not going to do it. Uh, as this spider it starts to like heave, its head kind of bobs <laughs> forward. Uh, and you're not sure, cause you know what you're doing, but the rest of you, it, it's not <laughs> laughing necessarily. But it does like roll on its back and its legs. It looks are like kind the spider's having a seizure. It's, yeah, you're not really <laughs> sure what's happening. It's making this <laughs> kind of noise. Um, <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, anything else on your turn, Cos? Oh, I'm good. Okay, uh, and it makes a save at the end of its turn or the beginning. It makes its save at the end of each of its turns. Okay. Or each time it takes damage. Okay. So as it's rolling around on its back, making that terrifying noise, uh, it's going to make another save. A 10, I assume, does not pass, correct? No, it does not. 13 is the number. Uh, and Rovan, uh, you see this spider on its back heaving. Oh, actually, hold oh. on, Steven. Go ahead. I uh, you know, uh, just to make sure we're all on the same page here, what is that? Uh, just so you know, a creature with an intelligence of four or less is unaffected. Uh, it is affected. Oh, I mean, it's oh. chatty with us, the, the other one was at least. That's true. Um, okay. And yeah, so Rovan, it's your turn. Um, immediately next to you, the spider has flipped on its back and is like convulsing almost. Um, although there might be a small smile in its <laughs> jaw framed mouth. Uh, and you watch this creature wrap Besky in these webs that, like, emerged from these these webs. Is there a size difference between the one that emerged and, like, the two ones that were just, like, hanging out? Because, like, the one that emerged called the other ones, like, my, my child, my children. Um, the, the one that jumped out is mm-hmm. actually a little smaller than, these, than the spiders. Okay. <clears throat> uh, it is more humanoid in in nature um uh, and it is your turn Rovan. well you don't see this every day all right now 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 i can't have you i can't have you wrapping up my students i can't bring them back to the school like this what will they think of me now if you can please and as robin's talking he's just like meandering as he does passing through some webs passing through some remains um until he is face to face, and he's short. I think short. He's like a little dwarf dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, based on the image of that spider individual that we're talking to there, rather long and limbed and terrifying. Um, I am going to accidentally, intentionally discover the ability to enter the bodies of other creatures and influence their actions. Mm-hmm. Remind me if it makes a save. It does. Charisma save, please. I mean, this thing looks like it has no charisma at all. No, you never know. You know. <laughs> it's surprisingly charismatic. Oh my gosh, I'm rolling really bad. Uh, that's an eight total with a plus oh. with a plus three modifier. You are so, now possessed. Okay. As Rovan, you find yourself in this other creature, um, 
all of a sudden you have extra limbs that you can control. Oh, it's um, horrible. <laughs> and you just feel this, like, from the creature that's separate from you, this, like, intense hunger and anger. Um, but also this, like, it's fairly intelligent. Um, and anything else on your turn? Oh, I'm just got to test out these new limbs. I don't know how to make them all work at the same time in this jaw. I can't get it to close. <laughs> nope, that's it. I'm hanging out. And with that, it is Ariadne's turn. Okay, so I'm assuming we can tell that did we see, like, Relvin's body go in? Yeah, you watched, okay. you watched this ghost form of, of your professor, like, enter into this creature that, like, kind of did that little, like, double take and is, like, looking around confused briefly. Okay, I'm going to take an educated guess uh, and say he's possessed. We still have both... No, Vesky destroyed one of the spiders, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we the other one's, the one like, rolling around on its back. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity... Um, Besky's in a safe place. Cause has got it handled. Um, I'm going to go into this cave area where this creature crawled out of mm-hmm. and see, give it a look, see, see what's going on. Um, so as you as you kind of walk back further, you actually pass this this place where there's lights, and and as you get a glance, you've been seeing like these shifting images, and as you walk back to where the spiders are come from, as you walk walk by it. Um, you get a glimpse at what almost looks like an opening. And while this, what you saw initially were changing images, you see this room. Um, in the center of this room is this large crystalline, um, almost like basically a lens um, that's about a foot in diameter. It has this silver, what's the right word when you have like silver inlay? around the outside and then a, and then like concentric circles going into the center and that's kind of what you see further back what you see is mostly more webs and skeletons and other such things is this thing pick upable uh you would have to enter through this strange crack in reality <laughs> oh it's a crack in reality okay okay i thought that crack in reality was in the thing um yeah i'm, gonna, it, brave. I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it okay so you're in this rain this rain is pouring down um and as you step through all of a sudden you're in this dry small room as you look around it looks like an observatory to you it's old you kind of as you step you can even see your footprint is leaving like dust footprints on the ground Mm, that's cool and then you also see on this chair almost a statue that you would recognize Similar to the statue that you all found in Valhaldrian of Morwell, the Queen of the Stars. And this statue-looking thing is seated on this chair, and there's chains on its wrist, uh, and and it looks in pain. Oh, is it like like humans, like life-size? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look back towards the... Is there is there still like the rift in reality? I can see what's going on mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. I think there's someone in here, but they've been turned into stone... I think, I don't know, I don't have any magic that covers this, and I kind of flip through my notes. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, as you say that, you're not even sure if it gets out of this crack in reality. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and Besky, it's your turn, as you just watched Ariadne, like, step through and disappear. Oh, I disappeared. Ooh. From their from their vantage point, at least. Okay, fair play. <laughs> um, is the big spider still over top of me? 
it's it's right next to you. You saw Relvan enter into it. Okay. But that's all you know. I'm oh. waving my arms, wacky, waving, yeah. inflatable spider arms. <laughs> I'm going to make a quick arcana check to see if Basky would know what, what, what just happened in any magical sense, because I don't know if... Mm-hmm. Like, all I saw was, like, me get wrapped up, impending doom. I don't know <laughs> what angle you came into the spider from. Yep. Um, and if I did see you, or if I'm, like... If you did enter, I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So okay. Gonna, I'm gonna uh, executively make an Arcana check to see if <laughs> for flavor. Okay. Uh, so an eleven. Um, I don't know, Stephen. You tell me if I'm. I think know. I think the idea of ghosts possessing things is fairly um, common. So okay. I, I would say He's you. He's a kid. You would he see loves that spooky stories. Something <laughs> happened similar to Besky, right? In you got possessed by a Robert. scroll. You got. Um, yeah. Mind By controlled. a squirrel? Oh, mind controlled. So yeah, yeah. Scroll. S C R O O. Okay. O O. Yeah. I know how to spell. It's a school for squirrels. Um, no. Anyways, it's your turn, Pesky. Cool. Uh, I am all wrapped up like a little baby. Uh, I am going to cast. This is probably not the smartest thing, but we're freaking out. I'm freaking out. Um. Yeah, moments there. I'm going to drop concentration on my hex, uh, cast Flaming Sphere. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be, like, next to me, and I'm going to hope that it, like, burns some of the, the webbing off. I know webbing might be flammable, but, like, quick solution. I don't know. We're freaking out. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put the Flaming Sphere uh, next to me. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna just cast that next to me um, to see if it uh, takes away the webbing, so I'm just gonna wait to see if that does that, and then I'll do something else. Does, do, okay. does it take effect? Uh, yeah, or... roll roll the damage that it would take because the web the webbing does have HP. Oh, and and is it is are you you're putting it in a space then that the creature would also take damage? Correct. Uh, no. If I know oh. that's relevant, then okay. I could I could move it to an occupied square that's just basically next to me. Okay. Let's see. Uh, you have some, you cast a spell. You can add, so I don't have to add my charisma modifier. That would have been real bad. All right, so I'm going to roll 2d6. Okay. Uh, one and five. So six total fire damage. Okay. Uh, you feel some of this, um, the webbing start to snap um, as you also take that that same fire damage. Um, uh, I guess technically you can make your deck save, but you're trying to not. You're trying to get the webbing burnt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I'm going to say that you just take that damage. Yeah, it's concentration. Um, I could, like, move it where I want to, yeah. so I could almost just, like... <laughs> and... Oh, yeah, no. Um, and, and actually, sorry, I, I misread the, the web stuff. Um, and it all it all starts to burn, and it's this kind of gross smell um, yeah. as it, as it kind of loosens off, off of you, though. And, it, and you are not restrained anymore. Okay. Uh, what other dangers do I see around me at the moment? Uh, you see the Tasha spider is like convulsing right. and then sure. the one that Relvan entered and then Ariadne disappeared. So that's my concern right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to pass the turn because I I, uh, I did what I wanted to do and I have to end my turn anyway to get used to the fire. So, or this, the, the spider web. So I'm good. And I don't believe that this creature as it goes, it's this, this the somber weave's turn. Um, it doesn't make a save against your your possession, correct? Nope. Nope. You can just make it take an action. Uh, yes. 
Oh, yeah. Like, if so, if I would have been hit by that fire, for example, I would just, like, I receive half of what my host receives. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's going to, one, since the Ariadne entered this place, um, and you, you, Relvan, feel all these, like, conflicting thoughts. It's not sure what's happening. Um, but give me an insight check real quick. Yeah, yeah. I did also just read that it does get its own turn, mm-hmm. um, but I can use my action to force them to do something else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Man, that's neat. That is going to be a 14. A 14. You also get the sense that there's like this huge conflict in it. Like, um, like you're not the only one who can control it. Um, uh, as you watch, you watch the arms out of your control currently start to swing down towards Besky. Which I'm gonna give you a second if you want to make it do a different thing, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and use my action to force the creature to dash, dash, okay, into um, I mean, just kind of like move around, but I want like us to accidentally move into the portal, the crack in reality. Okay, um, so it's about to swing down at you, Besky. You see, and it just like like kind of takes that swing full motion and just turns and like its six arms and legs like starts running kind of awkwardly, tripping a little bit, uh, and it stumbles into this this crack in reality. Ariadne, you watch as this creature, like, stumbles in. Um, and it is Kaza's turn. So there's the big mama spider has run through the rifts into reality where I just saw Ariadne go. Mm-hmm. The cackling spider is still convulsing. Dead spider's still dead. I'm going to run through that rift in reality because I'm very concerned, even though I know that that spider is, uh, that uh, Professor DMR has merged with that spider. I'm very concerned about mm-hmm. uh, Ariane being there by herself. I look at Besky and I just say, you know, leave, leave that one. He's fine. You got to make, got to go <laughs> back up Ariadne. Um, and Kaz is going to just barrel through that rift. Okay, yeah. So you make it in here, you see similar, you see this creature kind of fighting with itself almost. Uh, you see this strange lens um, and the statue just beyond it. Um, the rest of the room is mostly empty. There are a few, there are a few like um, like statue, other types of statues that you don't really recognize. Um, they're not of, of people. They're just like they're just kind of like artistic in nature. Um, and it's it's a smaller smaller domed room um, that does have an observatory feel to it. Um, anything else? This statue that's right in the middle, does it do I recognize it in any way? Um the statue of the the um individual you would recognize it as uh Morwell, who's the, the Eladrin mm-hmm. Fae Queen of the Stars is what it mm-hmm. looks to be. And uh and and the lens that's there, does it seem like there's does it does this telescope seem like it's like in good repair or does it seem like it needs a lot of work? Um it's literally just a lens floating oh, in the center oh, of this room. Just, oh, well, then it's perfectly functional, I'm sure. I mean, it's a magical floating lens. and a, I say this out loud to her, and I'm like, oh, this, <laughs> oh my god, we've come, look at this, it's Morel, it's the fake queen of the stars. Mm-hmm. This must be one of her observatories. What the heck is that thing doing here? And I point to this giant convulsing spider that's running around. <laughs> Not a spider, this sort of freakish creature that's running around. And I'm going to bardically inspire Ariadne, and I am going to, uh, I'm going to ready the, the nastiest insult I can think of if it looks like Professor oh, DMR is getting out of control okay. of this creature. Okay. 
it's this buddy's turn. So that's a that's a D eight for you, Adelaide. <laughs> okay. Um, you don't hear anything from the outside, and Rovan, it is your turn, and you hear you hear this other whisper on your turn. Don't let them take it. My, my come on, get out, get out of my. What arm am I using? Hmm. I'm trying to hit my head with two arms at once. This isn't right. I don't need to listen to you. Um, and he's just like not rolling around like the one spider, but like. I imagine when you have extra limbs that you've never had to utilize before, you just don't really know how to use them. Mm-hmm. So he's stumbling, but like he really wants to try and get towards that lens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful, it's majestic, and he absolutely knows what the purpose of that is. Mm-hmm. And like there's something, there's that kind of feeling when you are so incredibly passionate and almost addicted to your ambition that when you can finally Ooh. find something that sparks such a flame uh, of that ambition and like that lens this this room this power this feeling this is everything that Relvin has wanted uh, so he's really trying to fight and quiet those whispers mm-hmm. because he wants to be the only one here right now um, why don't mm. you make a um, persuasion check Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 17. Uh, as you do it, so there's three there's three voices that you're hearing in this head. Your own, this this creature's, and some other whisper. Um, Welcome to Deadpool 3. <laughs> uh, and it was this other whisper that said, don't let them take it. Um, as you kind of are, are in your own mind having this conversation, you feel you feel something kind of break in this creature. Some something splits almost, and you hear that whisper go no, and it fades out. The rest of you watch as this creature's arms start to like reform into like this humanoid shape. Um, mm. As they kind of go back into it, they they kind of reduce in size. And Rovan, you're still inside of this being, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I there's only two arms to control and two legs. Much better. And this this creature just kind of lays lays on the ground um they look human in nature um kind of tattered clothes black hair kind of covering their head not necessarily unconscious you see their chest rising and falling and almost like kind of they look like someone crying no 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 this isn't the time for feelings we must look up and towards the sky gentle yeah Gentle Pat. The head the head looks up. Who are you? How are you talking to me? Where am I? I don't have a lot of those answers, uh, but my name is Relvin. I'm a professor at the uh, school here. Are, are you a student? The school? Uh, the, the Faith Forge Academy? That's the very one. You must be a student. How long have you been missing? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, up and at him. Uh, I'm gonna grip you with the other kids, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll bring you back after we're done here. Are you still possessing her? Yeah, if I could. So, so, so the three of you, the three of you are hearing only her side of the conversation. Can we actually even understand? Because the jaw, dang, dangly jaw. Um, she's she's like basically turned back into a regular person. Uh, oh, okay. Ooh, weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you see her pat her own head. <laughs> Soothing motion, you know? 
and you're in this Kraken reality in this observatory with this lens and this person. All right. Um, I'm just going to say, um, I guess we should check out things here quickly, but we should probably also get you back to the school because you've probably been missing for some time. She looks at you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I suppose so. I, I want to get out of here. I want to be somewhere I know. Uh, and I'll quickly cast Healing Light. Um, just, I'll use one of my 1d6s, so just three. I don't know if it's going to do anything, but it's more like a mm-hmm. a um, charismatic heal. It's not for damage. Yeah, an emotional heal. Um, Razzle dazzle. Uh, yeah, and as this light goes into it, Rovan, you feel this too. Uh, you, feel, you feel her kind of start to get a little bit of resolve um, and, and look around. And the three of you here outside, so so you wanted me to look at this lens, she says to basically herself to Relvan in her head. Uh, yes, yes. I think at this point, knowing that like she actually feels alive, mm-hmm. um, I will separate. Okay. Unpossess. Okay. Um, she's, whoa, whoa, you were in me? Uh, teacher duties. You know how it is. Gotta make sure all the students are in tip-top shape, and that you weren't gonna kill, uh, the other students. I... I, I would never... I'm, I'm so sorry. Please, let's, let's leave this place. Could you just look at the lens really quick and, like, interpret what you see? I'm gonna make some notes. Um, it... She walks up to it, and I'm sure... Ariadne, I'm, I'm assuming you would be walking up to it as well. Yes. Yeah. So as you walk up, um, you you get the sense that there is just a lot of magic in this thing, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, you see on these inlaid um, concentric circles are just tons of like arcane runes um, in just this tiny little script um, covering each each ring, like every millimeter of it, um, all the way around. Through it, you. You, you can't really see anything right now. There's 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 more to it, but you can feel the magic in it. Uh, I'm gonna look at the spider woman thing. Um, I still am unsure if you you're still possessing it, correct? No, I, still I, I separately oh, just they, left. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they just popped out. Um, uh, I I don't know if this belongs to you, but if it's not too great of a trouble, we I feel like we are in dire need of it. It's not mine. Well, then great. Um, do you know what happened to this person? I say pointing behind me to the I, petrified... I don't, I don't remember anything other than I was, I was looking for some ingredients in the forest. I don't, I don't know when. And, and, and now I'm here with you. I, I really want to go back. Are you from the academy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely just a student who wandered. It happens. Well, I, d- uh, I don't I don't think that just kind of like waving my hand like with the the spiderness of it all that's gone now just happens but um, we can definitely get you back okay and and she starts to just walk out like I will she follow. does not want to um, but Ariadne mm-hmm. are you grabbing that lens yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. okay. Uh, as you pull it out, you feel that there's there's power to it. You're, you're not sure what it is, um, but you are able to take it. Um, though as you take it, you, you're you not sure, but you think that the statue 
boom. Gets a little bit sadder. Um, And then you see that the crack that you all went through starts to shift uh, like it's closing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I am going... Oh, I don't have anything. Um, shoot. She was going to say she'll be back, but, Mm -hmm. um... Uh, I I don't know who you are, and I I don't know if you're coming back to life, but... The portal's getting smaller and flickering more. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as you all kind of make it out of this, right right as it closes, um, it shuts. This light that was in the center of here disappears, essentially. Um, You notice the rain has stopped. The clouds have broken. Um this this person that, that you found here um, still looks looks pretty scared but resolved to leave um, you're all able to head back you make it down this long winding staircase where Lucid is waiting almost in the exact same position that he was in though as you look around you see that there are there's these circles in the ground there's these writings these branches um, and herbs and different things look look placed intentionally he looks at the three of you um, and your new your new friend who also joins us. I'm so glad to see that you've come back. Is the evil gone? Yes. My students did well. I think so. Good. Um, I told you, Relvan, that I may be able to help you. Yes. Do you trust me? I think so. We had a wonderful talk. You're very educated and very empathetic. Enter the circle, please. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, and as you do, he again kneels onto the ground. Um, uh, starts writing into the dirt. As he's writing, Kaz is going to just put his hand on his shoulder real quick and says, like, should we be saying our goodbyes? No. No goodbyes are necessary. Oh, oh okay. That's good. And you watch as these rings start to light up. As light from the sky starts to kind of slowly descend around Relvan in this circle, um, these stars start to appear all around and start to swirl around this ghostly figure. And you watch as as he starts to change. And as as these stars kind of swirl around and enter into his dwarven body, you see a, a tail appear. You see oh. these antlers show up. Um, and and you still see the likeness of Relvan's face. Um Kind of, kind of grizzled, and tough, grumpy, grumpy. As he grows into this beautiful alcide, the the green and purple fur, um, and he says, "Lucid says, as this this kind of ritual ends, says you're now one of us, but you are whole, you are solid. Can I? You're alive again. And he's gonna reach out and touch Lucid." Mm-hmm. Um, extended like palm to palm. Yeah, and you feel the warmth—that warmth of another being. I, I am so thankful for you. I feel closer to the stars than I've ever been. And he'll look up and kind of reach mm-hmm. that one hand up towards the sky. Yeah, he says, "You can stay with us. You can continue your studies. I think there's much I could learn from you, and you could learn from me if you would like to stay with us." Rovan will hesitate and lower his hand for a moment and look back at the students, especially that poor shaken-up child that we just saved. Mm -hmm. You are all so smart. 
so talented. You could use a little bit more work, maybe do your homework, but still, I have never been more proud to have you all in my class. Now, I'm gonna stay here and live out my dreams and my ambitions. Please keep reading my books and make sure they continue to make copies of it in the library. <laughs> well, uh, if we need any more help with stars and I need tutoring, I'll come out into the forest and find you. Uh, I kind of gesture with the giant lens. Uh, I promised I was going to fix your observatory before I met you. This time. I mean, after the... Anyway, I still am going to fix it. So one day, if you decide to come back, you'll have your space. That would be marvelous. You were always my favorite student. And then he'll look pointedly at uh, Cause. <laughs> Are you sure this is what you want, Professor? I mean, you're not a dwarf anymore. I can reach the tallest bookshelves. It's what I've wanted my entire life. Um, I'm happy for you then. Well, I mean, if you... I'll, I'll come back and... We'll all come back and visit you from time to time. Make sure you're getting on okay. I'm, I'm glad to see you home. I would like that. And as kind of you all end up heading back to the Fae Forge Academy, um, the three of you and this new student, uh, we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Forge Academy this week. If you've been enjoying our content, we always appreciate five stars and a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any other podcasting medium that allows you to do that. In addition, if you'd like to support us in other ways, we have a Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash Forge Academy. Uh, in it, you'll find um, player journals. Um, I've even posted some DM notes in there. And as always, for more information about what's going on, stay up with the cast and everything. Um, follow us on Twitter at Fayforge Academy, uh, or you can check us out on our website, FayForgeAcademy.com. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J E A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering, and you can find me on Michael Critz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuvan, and you can find me online at Twitter at oadelaide. 
Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai, and then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forge Heart, uh, and you can follow me at Game of Science on Twitter. Theme music and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For additional music, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional background music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. Fayeforge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.